This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Welcome into our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in this series finale between the Padres and the Guardians. The Cleveland Guardians 8 and the San Diego Padres 6. Padres drop back to two games below 500 at 33-35. and 35. Cleveland improves to 32-36. and 36. Padres take the first two games of this series, but they fall 8-6 to six here tonight at Petco Park. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park park a lot to do we'll have all the radio highlights for you recap this one we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin at a town scoreboard and much much more to get to as we break down really what was a very winnable game for the Padres they trailed five nothing before they came to bat in the bottom of the first inning but the Padres had so many chances to take a lead or even just tie this game they could not find that one more big hit in this game here tonight and we'll break it all down all the missed chances for the Padres they left on a grand total of 10 base runners in this game they went three for 14 with runners in scoring position the three hits with runners in scoring position were great but uh, three for 14 there were a number of missed opportunities in this game Uh, it didn't start well Ryan Weathers struggled in his start inning in two-thirds six earned runs given up on seven hits for Weathers and Uh, The Padres got really good performances out of their bullpen. Drew Carlton, Tom Cosgrove, Brent Honeywell, Nick Martinez, Luis Garcia. Uh, They kept the Padres right in this game. And the Padres had some moments in this game. They punched back after getting punched early in this game. But again, uh, the story here today was uh, missed opportunities, some uh, decisions on the base paths, and in some uh, scenarios that uh, did not work out. And the Padres dropped the finale of this three-game set. They cannot sweep their first three-game series of the season, and uh, we'll see if the Padres can bounce back tomorrow in the series opener against a very, very good Tampa Bay Rays team. So a lot's break down from this game. We'll recap it, give you the radio highlights when we come back, and a little bit later we'll hear from Bob Melvin, your phone calls, and much, much more to come. Again, the final score here tonight, Guardians 8, Padres 6. We get it rolling on our post-game show when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight at Petco Park, the Cleveland Guardians 8 and the San Diego Padres 6. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as the Padres drop back to two games below 500 at 33-35 and 35 with the defeat. Padres could not sweep this three-game series from the Cleveland Guardians, and they could not move back to 500. We'll see if they can accomplish that this weekend against Tampa Bay. A lot to do on our post-game show. We'll hear from Bob Melvin uh, down by the Padres Clubhouse in just a little bit, so stay tuned for that. But first, let's recap what was a weird, sometimes wacky game here tonight with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. Ryan Weathers made the start tonight for San Diego. It did not go well. He allowed three straight singles to start the game, then a strikeout. Josh Naylor stepped in with the bases loaded. 1-1 pitch is looped up the middle into center field and a base hit. Jimenez has scored. Rosario's being waved. He's going to score as the throw is cut by Bogarts near second base. A two-run single for Josh Naylor and a 2-0 Cleveland lead in the first. Weather struck out another for out number two. With two runners still on base, it was David Fry. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Fry hammers it in the air deep down the left field line. Soto back to the corner, looks up, and this one going to go. A home run for David Fry, his first in the big leagues. And it's a three-run shot in the top of the first inning. And the Guardians now lead 5 to nothing. So the Padres were down 5 nothing before they saw a single pitch from Guardian starter Logan Allen. But the Padres wasted no time in the inning getting to Allen. Allen walked Fernando Tatis Jr. to start his outing. He then walked Juan Soto. Manny Machado was next. 0-1 pitch hit in the air to deep left field. He has hit his eighth home run tonight. Second deck and a three-run shot. Whole new ball game. 5-3 Guardians in the bottom of the first inning and still nobody out. Padres were right back in it, but Ryan Weathers continued to struggle in the top of the second. Miles Straw hit a leadoff single. He was at second base with two men away for Jose Ramirez. Here's the 3-1. Ramirez hits it hard and fair up the third baseline. That'll go down the line, get another run home. Soto has to dig it out in the corner, and what do you know, another double. Jose Ramirez into second base. He brings home the sixth Guardian run of the night. And 6-3 Cleveland here in the second inning. That's going to end the night for Ryan Weathers. That was it for Ryan Weathers. He went just an inning and two-thirds. Drew Carlson replaced him and finished the inning. Padres then loaded the bases in the bottom half against Allen, but this time Allen struck out Manny Machado to get out of the jam. Padres rallied again in the bottom half of the third. Xander Bogarts and Hassan Kim led off with back-to-back singles. With one out, it was Brandon Dixon at the plate. One and two again. Here's the pitch. And Dixon off the end of the bat rolls it towards first base. Bell is charging. 
Goes to tag the bag in time, but both runs going to score. Bogarts came in easily, and then as Bell was diving towards first base, Ha-Sung Kim never took his eye off the play and comes all the way around from second base. So the Padres trailed 6-5 heading to the fourth inning. Drew Carlton returned to the mound in the top of the fourth inning. Will Brennan hit a leadoff double with two men away. Amanda Rosario reached on an infield single up the middle that Xander Bogarts prevented from rolling into center. Tom Cosgrove then entered to turn around switch hitter Jose Ramirez with runners at the corners and two men away. Cosgrove got a little dribbler to third base. It was an infield single as Manny Machado couldn't collect it cleanly on the bare hand. Brennan scored from third base. It was 7-5 Cleveland, an RBI infield single for Ramirez. Padres then loaded the bases with one out in the fourth inning against Guardians reliever Nick Samlin, but Sandra Bogarts grounded into a 5-4-3 double play to end the inning. Missed opportunities started to become the theme for the Padres as this game went along. We went bottom five. Padres down 7-5. Padres rallied again. Hassan Kim led off with a double. He went to third base on a fielder's choice from Nelson Cruz. Throw there to third was late. Padres Padres had runners on first and third, nobody out. Jake Cronenworth pinch hit and popped out, but Trent Grisham was next. Ball and two strikes to Trent. Hit in the air to deep right field. Arias is backing up in front of the wall, looks up, it's off the wall, and it rolls away from him. Kim's going to score easily. Cruz on his way to third base. They'll have to hold him there. Grisham into second with an RBI double, and it's a one-run game in the fifth. Austin Nola then came up and tried a safety squeeze bunt with Cruz on third base. The pitcher Eli Morgan made a glove flip to home to get Cruz for the second out. The one run was all the Padres got in the fifth inning. Padres continued to have opportunities. Juan Soto led off the sixth inning with a bloop double. He was thrown out, trying to steal second base with one out in the innings. Xander Bogarts at the plate. Bogarts would have a base hit after that, but Soto was already out off the base paths. Padres did not score in that that inning. Meanwhile, the Padres' bullpen was great. Carlton, two innings, one run given up. Tom Cosgrove inning in a third scoreless. Brent Honeywell, a scoreless inning total. Nick Martinez, two innings, one run given up. He allowed an Andres Jimenez RBI single in the eighth inning to make it eight to six. In the bottom half of the ninth inning, Padres still trailing by two against Guardians reliever Emmanuel Classe, who got the final out of the eighth inning, and that was after in the eighth inning, Fernando Tatis Jr. was on second base. Juan Soto, Manny Machado came to the plate representing the tying run. They could not find a way to uh, get a ball out of here to tie the game. So we went bottom nine. Padres still trailing 8-6. to six. Xander Bogarts lined out against Classe. Rugnet Odor pinch hit. He drew a walk. Matt Carpenter struck out. Jake Cronenworth grounded out. And that was the ball game. The final score, Cleveland 8 and San Diego 6. So the tough outing for Ryan Weathers. Padres, though, punched back a few times. They got within one a couple of times, but they could not find a way to ever tie this game after trailing 5-0 after just the top of the first inning. Again, the Padres dropped to 33-35. and Guardians improved to 32-36. and Let's go down to the clubhouse here at Petco Park and hear some post-game reaction. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. You went down 5 nothing. I know that's a bad recipe for trying to win, but along the way, a lot of runs left on the field. Like, How do you look back at this one? There were some left out there. We also came back with a, with a vengeance, you know, and had we were in a pretty good position there. 
Gave up another run in the second. Got two more. So offensively, we feel really good about what we're doing. We let, there were a lot of guys out there. We scored some. We didn't on some. You know, it probably ended up factoring in, obviously. Um, but I, you know, our approach I think was good today against some pretty good pitchers. Ryan leaving a lot of pitches in the middle. Is there yep. something else we're not seeing with those pitches? Why they're being no, they're there? in the middle. That's the you know the velo was there. Like the game before, just the, the command wasn't. And when he threw his fastball over the middle of the plate, they hit it. What What is next for Ryan from here? Is it, I, I don't know. We've we got to discuss that a little bit later. The, the bullpen, kind of the use that you had to put on them today, yeah. what does that, where does that leave you kind of heading into the weekend? Um, the bullpen pitched well after that. You know, we gave up two runs. But we'll see. Um we used a lot of guys today. Obviously, didn't want to have to use Nick for two. That position we had to. Um, I think a lot of these guys are able to pitch again, but we'll see how much. So we'll be discussing that a little later. Kim made some pretty dazzling plays on the bases. What did you kind of make of the way he aggressively approached those two? That's situations? just that's how he lives out there. You know, he's fearless on the bases. Um, there's a lot of energy we take from what he does. You know, when he scored on that, on a grounder to first. Um, felt like the momentum came back in our dugout. So uh, that's just kind of how he plays all out like that. He, we, we get a lot of energy from him. Was that your call on the safety squeeze yeah. with Nola? Yep. What are the mechanics of that, like knowing Nelson's at third base? and? Yeah, just getting a little – we, we tried to get to the first baseman's hand and just didn't get it far enough out there with, uh, you know, the pitcher made a good play on it. What, we, what, what was your vantage point on Soto's steal? And kind of, did you think that he? Yeah, it looked there? like he had it. Looked like he had it, and I think he hit his leg, and either came around it, and you know, obviously it was really close. But I think uh, his hand hitting his leg probably had something to do with it. It being really close, is that the spot for that? You want your guys taking risks there? Or? We're trying to get to third with less than two outs. We've been aggressive on the bases recently. You went out and checked on Manny. Was it his ankle that he? Yeah, he just no, he just slipped. He's okay. You've you've struggled in close games for a little bit now. What what is it going to take to kind of reverse that on a, on a kind of more general whole scale level? Well, I, I think we made it a close game down five to nothing. So I don't think it was one where we didn't you know have a good approach throughout the game and then got stagnant at the end. I think you know at the end of the game they had their best relievers in there. Um, but I think I'd take more out of it how we came back after being down 5 nothing. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse after this game here tonight. Again, the Padres fall 8-6 to to the Cleveland Guardians in the finale of this three-game series. We'll step aside here in our post-game show. We'll come back. We'll talk about what uh, Bob Melvin had to say there. We'll continue to break down this game. A lot of different aspects, really, uh, to break down in this one. In some ways, it was encouraging the performance by the Padres the way, like Bob Melvin said, they did battle back ferociously in this game but so many missed opportunities this felt like a very very winnable game here tonight for the Padres so uh, we'll break it all down we have the out-of-town scoreboard we'll take your phone calls and much much more to get to as we continue to wrap this one up Guardians 8 Padres 6 the final score our post-game coverage continues from Petco Park after this on the Padres radio network Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. 
Final score here tonight, the Cleveland Guardians 8 and the San Diego Padres 6. Sam Levy with you from the loft inside the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Still have some people inside the loft finishing up their drinks, playing some games of pool, closing out their tabs as we wrap this one up on this Thursday evening. Padres win the first two games of this series against Cleveland. They cannot finish a three-game sweep as the Guardians win it 8-6. to And we heard from Padres manager Bob Melvin and you know I thought Bob was right at the uh, at the very beginning of his press conference look I, I love the way uh, the Padres battled back in this game and the way they answered after what was a really tough outing for Ryan Weathers uh, you were hoping Weathers here tonight we knew he wouldn't go all that deep into this game but you were hoping that he could give you three four five innings maybe just solid baseball and uh didn't work out here tonight he allowed five runs including that three-run home run to david fry in the first inning, and really in the blink of an eye before the padres came to bat in this game they were trailing five to nothing what i did like was that the padres answered right away the machado three-run home run in the bottom half of the first inning then they trailed six to three then they got two back in the third they made it a one-run game a couple of times but they could not find a way to tie this game and get that one more big hit and you look at some of the numbers it tells the story 10 left on base three for 14 as far as runners uh in scoring position but you look at some of the innings where uh the padres uh, had opportunities big opportunities second inning they're down at that point uh six to three manny machado digs in with the bases loaded two men away strikes out the fourth inning this was a huge moment Xander bogarts comes up with the bases loaded one out hits into an inning ending double play then the fifth inning after the grisham double to make it a one-run game the safety squeeze with austin nola cruz on third grisham on second we heard from bob melvin uh just a little uh, while ago that that was bob melvin's call to lay down that safety squeeze uh nelson cruz on third base does not run uh very well and look uh, if you're going to do that there, Nola's bunt has to be a really good one, and he has to push it past the pitcher, get it to the first baseman, and it wasn't far enough in front of home plate. It allowed uh, the pitcher, Morgan, to scoop it up with the glove and get it to home, and they got Cruz. So if that you know, call's going to be made there, the, the bunt's got to be better executed. It was not, and um, uh, we did hear we wondered, you know, and I'm sure you wondered out there as well because I did if that was something Nola did on his own or if that was something that – Bob Melvin called for, and Bob Melvin said it was his call. Then, in the sixth inning, Juan Soto gets a gift of a leadoff double, the blooper down the left field line. Soto, then with Xander Bogarts at the plate, goes to steal uh, second base. He's called safe, replay review, then it's reversed. He's uh, called out. Uh, I'll tell you what, looking at the replay in the ballpark and uh, on the TVs in the in the press box, I thought Soto was safe. I'm still a little bit curious. I think I, I got to take a closer look at it, maybe look at it over and over and over. I thought Soto, it looked like, got his hand in. Regardless, that's a big chance to take down uh, by a run, and uh, he's the tying run at that point. Gets thrown out at third base, and then to add uh, insult to injury, uh, you know, uh, Xander Bogarts has a base hit moments later that probably scores Soto to tie the game. Padres still had more opportunities after that. They had uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. on second base uh, uh, with Soto and Machado at the plate in the eighth inning, both representing the tying run and could not find a way to get that big hit. So, uh, look, bottom line here tonight, 
Padres deserve some credit for the way they battle back, and I guess when you give up five runs before your team takes a swing, that's always going to be a game to come back from, or I should say that's hard to come back from. But here tonight, this felt as it went along like a very winnable game. I mean, that's what I thought. I thought this was a very winnable game given the chances the Padres had. They they needed another big hit. They needed to execute better in certain scenarios, and they did not. And, you know, uh, a couple of decisions there, the the bunt with Nola, uh, Soto going to for, uh, for third base, the, the stolen base attempt, that didn't work out in some key scenarios, and the Padres lose this game 8-6. to six. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game in this one here today. You know, you look at the relievers for the Padres, you could go with uh, one of those. But I think here tonight, when I look at ace pitcher of the game, I think I got to go with a couple of relievers for the Cleveland Guardians. And somebody like Trevor Steffen, I think, makes a pretty good case. Steffen, a 1-2-3 seventh inning. Uh, couldn't work his way out of a jam in the eighth inning, but ends up going an inning and two-thirds scoreless. Uh, did a really good job out of the bullpen. I think Klasse might be our relief pitcher of the game. You know, the Padres' bullpen as a whole did a really good job in this game. So you could go with one of those guys as well. Hmm. Now I'm second-guessing myself. You know what? We'll stay with the Cleveland bullpen because I think bottom line here tonight, the Cleveland bullpen, they... You know, they, they bended a little bit. They never broke, though, and they were able to keep uh, what was a 5 nothing lead originally uh, intact and then a 6-3 lead, a 6-5 lead, a 7-5 lead, uh, an 8-6 lead. I mean, they, they found a way to uh, keep it intact. So we'll go with Stefan uh, for ace pitcher of the game here tonight. I think we've got to stay with the Cleveland bullpen in this one. Again, the final score, Guardians 8, Padres 6. Let's take a wider look at the major leagues, tell you who went deep with our home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuff knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at the home run tally. Some of the players, most of the players that hit home runs today in the major leagues. For Arizona, Cattell Marte hit his 10th home run. For Atlanta, Matt Olson hit his 19th. For the Orioles, Adley Rutschman hit his 9th. For the White Sox, Eloy Jimenez hit his 7th. For the Rockies, Ezekiel Tovar his 6th home run. The Angels had a few home runs here tonight, including long balls from Shohei Otani, his 22nd. Mickey Moniak, his 6th. And Chad Wallach, his 6th as well. For Philadelphia, Bryson Stott hit his 7th. Manuel Margot his third home run for Tampa Bay. They're coming to town. And for Toronto, Danny Jansen had a couple of home runs, number seven and eight on the season for Danny Jansen. And that's a look at the home run tally. We will take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up a little bit later. But tough one here for the Padres tonight. And I know I talked a lot about the offense there, but 
Of course, uh, you can't ignore what Ryan Weathers uh, did in this game. It was a tough outing for Ryan Weathers, and uh, you heard Bob Melvin ask there about the future for Ryan Weathers, and he said, you know, basically they, they have to talk about it and um, look, it's been tough for him as of late, and it was not a great start at all. Uh, the first inning was really, really tough. You know, had an opportunity there with uh, a couple of outs, a couple of runners on to really limit the damage to two runs, could not do it. And even after the Padres were down 5 nothing, get the home run for Manny, make it 5-3, uh, then Weathers gives up that RBI double to Jose Ramirez. And that was, you know, something the Guardians did well in this game. Every time the Padres punched, the Guardians punched back a little bit to make that gap a little bit wider. So they did a nice job in that game. But again, even with the struggles of Ryan Weathers, I still think the, the major story in this game was the missed opportunities for the Padres. It, it just felt, and I'm sure there are a lot of fans out there that agree, that were here tonight, that were listening, that were watching it. It just felt as it went on like a very winnable game and uh, an opportunity for the Padres to, to have a really, really good comeback win, but they just could not get over that hump here tonight. We'll step aside. We will take some of your phone calls when we come back. 833-288-0973. Have much more to get to. Play of the game, player of the game, out-of-town scoreboard, and more. Final score, Guardians 8, Padres 6. Our post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. The 0-2. L swings, hits it in the air to deep right field. Fernando racing straight back. A little bit of a twist and turn. Hops up in front of the fence, and he made the catch. Came down and crashed into the right field wall. And again, we're going to hang a star for Fernando Tatis Jr. This, this is, guy continues to play gold glove defense. This is becoming a routine thing for me. Hanging this star on balls, hit the right field. Fernando Tatis Jr., more terrific defense in right field. They made a great catch up against the right field fence, leaping for the baseball that came in the fourth inning uh, to save probably a couple of runs in that scenario, kept the Padres at that point in the game down 6-5, to five, uh, or I should say uh, rather down 7-5. to five. So that was a big play in the moment for Fernando, who after he was so good last night in every different aspect of the game, made another great defensive play uh, here in tonight's game. That was a Right spot for the Padres. Fernando at the plate. Uh, walked three times. Did not have a base hit. Juan Soto also walked three times. Had a bloop double in this game as well. And that really was part of the theme here tonight. A lot of traffic on the bases. But again, the Padres win only a combined three for 14 with runners in scoring position. And look, I've said here on the post game before that it's not always about how many hits you have with runners in scoring position. You know, if you go uh, three for... 18, I'm just making up numbers, but you have three two-run home runs, well, good chance you're going to win that game, whatever it might be. It's not always about uh, the quantity. Sometimes it's about the quality and the situations of those hits with runners in scoring position. But this was a game here tonight where you look at that number, three for 14, and it actually tells the story the other way because the Padres did have three hits with runners in scoring position, including the home run by Manny Machado, uh, including the RBI double by uh, uh, Trent Grisham. But all those other opportunities, that is where this game was lost. If the Padres have just another hit or two in those scenarios, they win this game. And uh, in that way, very reminiscent of a lot of the struggles the Padres have had in the first third plus of the season. At the same time, I don't think that's, uh, the issues here tonight in those scenarios, 
you know, erase all the good the Padres have done offensively the last couple of weeks. I mean, again, they came back in this game. They fought back. They had traffic on the bases all over the place. But, again, that uh, that hit, that one more big hit was elusive in that part of it, uh, very similar to what we've uh, seen when the Padres have struggled to win games. So, look, Padres have a very tough test against the Tampa Bay Rays, one of, if not the best team in baseball, coming in tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. Very, very tough test, and uh, we'll see how the Padres do, but it would have been really nice to sweep this series here tonight. We'll take some of your phone calls here coming up, 833-288-0973, the phone number. First, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game will go with the Guardians closer, Emmanuel Classe. Inning and a third scoreless out of the bullpen. Picks up save number 21 on the season. Came in in the eighth inning to face Manny Machado, who represented the tying run. Got a comebacker back to the mound. 1-3 put out, inning over, and then had to deal with the tying run on uh, at the plate. Uh, Matt Carpenter and Jake Cronenworth in the ninth inning after issuing a one-out walk to Rugnet Odor and got through it. So for that reason, Emmanuel Classe, our relief pitcher of the game, very talented right-hander out of the Cleveland bullpen. Again, his 21st save of the season. So he's our relief pitcher of the game. And look, both bullpens here tonight, despite a couple of uh, young starting pitchers that, that did not do well, Ryan Weathers, inning and two-thirds, six earned runs given up. Logan Allen, three innings, five earned runs given up. The two bullpen units were good. I mean, the Padres, look, on a night where the Padres' bullpen had to take over in the second inning, they were charged with two runs in this game. I mean, that's a good job overall. And the Guardians' bullpen, they took over in the fourth inning, and they were charged with one run. So both bullpens here today, and we talked about it pregame, that especially the Padres' bullpen would be really critical in this game. And I think you could argue the Padres' bullpen held up their end of the bargain. I mean, they kept the offense right in it in that situation where another big hit or two probably wins the game. So uh, I don't know that I can put a whole lot of faults on the Padres' bullpen and the Guardians' bullpen. Very, very good tonight as well. All right, let's uh, go to the phones, 833-288-0973. Let's begin tonight with Don in Rancho Bernardo. Hi, Don. Welcome to the postgame show with Sam Levitt. How are you? Hey, I'm pretty good, Sammy. Thank you so much for having me out again. Um well, you know, I'm very frustrated with the uh, suicide squeeze at, at home with this, I think, is probably the slowest guy on the team. But I'm going to focus on something else tonight, and that is the fact we scored six runs. And, um, look, being down 5 nothing, it's real easy for a team just to kind of give up. I know as a fan there tonight, I had given up, you know. <laughs> the crowd was certainly pretty darn quiet after that top of the first half of the inning. And, um you know, so they they had, I think, nine or ten hits tonight, and it's a kind of a continuation. That's what's been lacking recently. We've got the pitching. We've got some of the very best pitching in baseball. So it's been the offense that's been lacking, and I think Brian Weathers, this might be his last start or his second-to-last start before they bring in uh, the other guy, Lugo, or whatever his name is. And um, so I think things are looking up in the, in the big picture of things. That tonight was uh, – 
a disappointment after that first inning, but my God, name a team that comes back after being down five nothing in the right. first inning. So not many teams can do that. Yeah, Don, it's it's a good point. Look, I, I think uh, and appreciate the call. I think, like I said earlier, any game where you're down five nothing before you take an at bat, it's going to be hard to win. Of course, that's easy to say if you don't know the rest of the story, but. This felt like a really winnable game for the Padres because of the opportunities, and they could not cash in enough to win it. Um, so, look, two things can be true at once. You're not in a great spot, and it's really tough to come back when you're down 5 nothing in the blink of an eye. But if you look at this game, it, it felt like it was a, a real chance to win it uh, for the Padres. And, look, with Ryan Weathers, it's been a, a rough go of it as of late. Seth Lugo through a simulated game today, a chance that he returns next week. Uh, we'll see. But, uh, look, for Ryan, I, I I don't know what the next step is. I don't know if that's going back down to AAA when Lugo comes back. You know, if the Padres need a starting pitcher again at some point, you know, with the way things work and injuries, probably a pretty good chance they do, and they have to go and, and get somebody up here from AAA. We'll see. You know, I don't know if the struggles for Ryan means he, he won't be that guy the next time around. Um, but, look, I, I suppose the the piece of good news today, ironically, was that Seth Lugo was throwing a simulated game earlier today, and all the reports we've heard so far uh, is that it went well. So uh, there's a real chance that Lugo is back here very soon, which, of course, would mean uh, Weathers uh, is not in the rotation anymore. So uh, we'll see. Um, but uh, it was tough for Ryan Weathers here tonight. Put the team in a tough position when you give up uh, six runs in uh, less than two innings of work. Let's go to Thomas, who's calling in from, I understand, around the San Diego State campus. Hi, Thomas. Hey, there's a nice work, but... Uh, hey, Thomas, you got you got to lower the music. We can't hear you. Oh, they can hear me? Um, yep. So, the two, I mean, I don't know if we're going to get these uh, three-game sweeps, but let's talk about... Also, two things I'm going to talk about. Uh, how, about uh, how about our... First grand slam, we're going to get that. I mean, we have Bruce Little twice, and we have the guys that are coming up, the guys we want. We want those guys coming up. We want your titles, and and, um, and our Bogarts. Uh, both going to get it done on the grand slams. We need those going on. And and one more thing, too, Fergal. Uh, what about Nelson Cruz when. when Christian hits that double. I, I don't know. If understand why he he couldn't court from first to home. I mean, from a double, is it just because that was was it different because it was two out instead of one out instead of two out? Yeah, yeah, Thomas. Thomas, appreciate the call. Um, number one on the bases loaded situations. Look, that hurt in this game here tonight. The fact that Manny came up in second. Now, Manny did hit a three run home run the inning prior, but uh, Manny came up in the second inning. Could not deliver with uh, the bases loaded. The one that hurt even more was Xander Bogarts in the fourth inning, hitting into that 5-4-3 double play. Thomas, appreciate the call. Uh, appreciate the call. We got a lot of noise there in the background. Um, uh, the 5-4-3 double play uh, uh, in the fourth inning. Look, that really hurt. And those are scenarios, and that became the theme in this game where the Padres, again, had a lot of opportunities they couldn't find a way to cash in with. And um, you look at a two-run loss, and, and you point to those. Those two uh, were very uh, important and big missed opportunities. So, Thomas, no doubt about that. Look, on the uh, on the ball that Grisham hit with Cruz on first base, you know, Grisham, keep in mind, there's only one out in the inning. And Nelson Cruz was, 
you know, midway between first and second, trying to see if that ball would be caught. It went off the wall. I mean, Cruz read that the way he should. I mean, he should be. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the high home view right now just to make sure I'm, I'm right on this. Uh, Cruz, by the time that ball comes down, is standing between first and second. And with one out, that's where he's got to be. So, um, you know, and Cruz doesn't run all that well. So he didn't do anything wrong there. But he got to third base. And then the, the uh, safety squeeze didn't work out. Not executed well enough if you're going to make that call. Uh, and Nola's bunt went to the pitcher. And they got Cruz at home plate. But... On the double by Grisham, I don't think uh, Nelson Cruz did anything wrong there as far as the base running. Uh, He's where he needs to be on that play between first and second. And you don't know when it's in the air if it's going to get caught or not. And certainly if the right fielder Brennan gets back there, leaps at the fence, I mean, he could have caught that ball by the warning track. So uh, no problem with that. Uh, Let's tell you about our player of the game here tonight. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here tonight will go with David Fry, the catcher tonight for the Cleveland Guardians. And I'll tell you why. When you talk about impact in this game, I mean, there was no swing that was more impactful than his three-run home run. Went from a 2-0 game to a 5-0 game. And for Fry, his uh, first home run of this 2023 season. I want to look for Fry. Was that his first major league home run? Might be a little bit late to the party on that information. Let me check here. Might be. For Fry, it was, yes, his first major league home run. I uh, came here tonight. So you talk about impacts and uh, having a big impact as a, a rookie. David Fry, the three-run home run off Ryan Weathers, made it a 5 nothing game. And let's be honest, Padres never recovered after that. They made it 5-3. They made it 6-5. You know, they pulled really close. They made it a 7-6, but could not find a way to tie this game or take a lead. David Fry, the catcher tonight for Cleveland our player of the game. We'll come back with the out-of-town scoreboard, squeeze in some more of your phone calls if you want to get them in, 833-288-0973, and we'll wrap this one up. As, again, the Guardians win at 8-6 over the Padres in this series finale. Our post-game show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, the uh, Guardians 8 and the Padres 6. As the Padres drop this series finale to Cleveland, again, the Padres now 33-35. and 35. Guardians improved to 32-36, and 36. and now the Padres will welcome in the Tampa Bay Rays. Very good team tomorrow for the start of a three-game series. More on game one of that series coming up in just a little bit. Again, we continue to break this one down. A frustrating night for the Padres, certainly with the starting pitching. Ryan Weathers going just an inning and two-thirds. Six earned runs given up. He gave up five in the opening frame. And the Padres never recovered in this game. They battled back nicely. You like that, but 
just tons of missed opportunities. And we went over uh, the numbers, 3 for 14 with runners in scoring position, 10 left on base, bases loaded in the second, didn't score, bases loaded in the fourth inning, didn't score, uh, had uh, runners on second and third with one out after getting a run in in the fifth inning, didn't get any more, leadoff double in the sixth inning, didn't score, uh, runner on second base, one out in the eighth inning, didn't score, the missed opportunities really piled up in this game. It was 5 nothing Cleveland, then 5-3 to when Manny Machado hit the three-run home run in the first inning, then 6-3 to Cleveland, then 6-5 to on uh, what was a great base running play by Hassan Kim on what ended up being a two-RBI ground out for Brandon Dixon that came in the third inning. And then uh, it was 7-5 to Cleveland, 7-6. to After the Grisham double, uh, the Guardians got one more run in the eighth inning, and they go on to win it 8-6. to So again, Pod Race trailed 5 nothing in this game. They battled back, made it close, got within one a couple of times, but could not uh, climb the mountain and get over the top. Let's tell you what's been going on today around the major leagues with the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Well, the good news here today is that Padres did get a little help at the very top of the NOS standings. The Diamondbacks fell to the Phillies 5-4 to earlier today. Everything has gone final, including that one, aside from one game. Orioles beat the Rays, or I should say, excuse me, the Blue Jays 4-2 in Baltimore earlier today. Austin Hayes, a home run in that game for Baltimore. Rays beat the A's 4-3 in Oakland earlier today. Tigers beat the Twins 8-4 in Minnesota. Braves beat the Rockies 8-3 in Atlanta. Matt Olson, a home run in that game for Atlanta. Angels beat the Rangers 5-3 in Arlington. Shohei Otani hit his 22nd home run in that win for the Angels. Cubs beat the Pirates at Wrigley Field 7-2. Nationals over the Astros 4-1 in 10 in Houston. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, the games that are done. One game still going on, though. White Sox and the Dodgers are tied at four in L.A. in the ninth inning. Dodgers right now have runners on first and second in the bottom half of the ninth inning with one out. So... Uh, base hit there could win it for LA if that game finishes up while we're, while we're uh, still on the air uh, we'll let you know but again that game tied at four between the White Sox and the Dodgers now let's tell you about our play of the game here tonight what was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game this is the play of the game presented by Bill Howe Plumbing Heating and Air Flood and Restoration because we know how 0-1 pitch, hit in the air to deep left field. He has hit his eighth home run tonight. Second deck and a three-run shot. Whole new ball game. 5-3 Guardians in the bottom of the first inning and still nobody out. Our play of the game here tonight, we go with Manny Machado's home run. And I know on a night where the Padres lost, uh, maybe that wasn't the quote-unquote most impactful play, but... Number one, we already played the Fry home run for you, and we told you about the Fry home run. And, I don't know, play of the game where we actually play the audio for this segment. That's a new feature. I don't know. I'm not giving it to uh, the opposition just yet. Let's talk about that home run for Manny. It gives me an opportunity to do that. Manny Machado's home run here tonight. His 65th home run at Petco Park. 
Uh, that made him the leader for home runs hit at Petco Park as a Padre. And he's now tied with Adrian Gonzalez's 65 home runs hit at Petco Park for the most of any player overall, regardless of the team. Gonzalez had home runs combined between the Padres and other teams. So Manny's home run, uh, again, number 65 at Petco Park as a Padre. And now he leads that category uh, in the uh, history of this stadium. So a cool little nugget there on the Manny home run. And look, uh, good to see from him. Second home run in as many days, but not enough here tonight as the Guardians win it 8-6. to six. Taking a look at tomorrow, opener of a three-game series between the Padres and the Tampa Bay Rays. We've got a great starting pitching matchup tomorrow in game one of that three-game series. Right-hander Hugh Darvish on the mound for the Padres. Left-hander Shane McClanahan on the mound for Tampa Bay. McClanahan's one of the best in baseball right now. Tough test tomorrow for the Padres. First pitch tomorrow in game one of that three-game series at 6.40 p.m. Our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 5.40. Certainly hope you can join us then as the Padres welcome in One of the best teams, if not the best team in baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays. Final totals here tonight for Cleveland. Eight runs, 14 hits, no errors. They left on seven. For San Diego, six runs, nine hits, no errors. They left on ten. Winning pitcher in this game was Trevor Steffen, who improves to three and two. Losing pitcher was Ryan Weathers, who drops to one and five. And the save goes to Emmanuel Classe, number 21 on the year. Time of game, three hours and nine minutes, and another outstanding crowd here in downtown San Diego. 41,864, the 25th sellout already of the year. As always, if you missed any of the post-game show, you can listen to it on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast, on the Odyssey app, or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Matty Rhodes, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the Padres 8, or I should say the Guardians 8, and the Padres 6 on the Padres Radio Network.